Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another Drunken Car Review. And there's going to be episodes like this that make me glad I started doing these from home. Because it means I can sit back, enjoy a beer, and probably a couple pints of whiskey, as I do with the amount of, well news and reviews that I'm going to be giving you for you today. Because today we're going to be reviewing one of these Chevy Bolts. New, not the Bolt I've already reviewed. Another one. And we also have a boatload of um, fascinating and rather tragic news, in my opinion, from the automotive world. So without further ado, let us proceed, shall we? So, I'm not sure if anybody's notified Chevy of this, but the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, apparently nobody told Chevrolet that when they decided to come up with the Bolt EUV. Because in case Chevrolet hasn't noticed, the Southern Bolt hasn't exactly had a um, stellar reputation, and it happens to be the only car I've ever seen on a Chevrolet lot down near my home, as there are six of them sitting in the lot with no sellers and no buyers. Nobody wants these cars. Why? Because they are not only hideous, but they have a slight um, problem with a um, some combustible materials, let's just say. So the Chevy Bolt EUV, as it's coming out in 2022, is a compact sport utility vehicle, or electric utility vehicle, as it tries to pass it off. Well, let's just say it does it very poorly. So before I proceed any further, let's get on with the uh, exterior, shall we? Before we get into problems and other issues with the vehicle. Because the exterior of the car is a problem in and of itself. Because in my opinion, it is freaking hideous. It's like a bad mix between the ugliness of the Bolt and the Chevy Blazer, which wasn't a bad car. It's like some bastard child of it. But the problem is, is not necessarily with its looks. While it is ugly, the real problem comes in with its basic design. You see, the advantage of a sport utility vehicle is, well, utility. You see, you're supposed to have higher ground clearance to do more off-roady bits. You're supposed to have four-wheel drive, you know, to take you on the snowy roads, the rain roads, and all that stuff. And all. Maybe even a bit of off-roading. And you're supposed to have the cargo space to carry, well, whatever you need. Well, this Bolt EUV accomplishes absolutely none of it. First of all, the ground clearance is actually exactly the same as that of the Bolt. So you're not even getting well, better distance from the ground. So if you're trying to buy this thing for a winter vehicle, well, you may as well forget it, because the ground clearance doesn't even exist. The other problem is that it is not even four-wheel drive, and I wasn't even sure that was possible to make a sport utility vehicle that wasn't available in four-wheel drive, which I think is completely silly. You see, the problem is, is that, well, obviously people are buying these for year-round vehicles, or at least that's what they're supposed to be doing. And, well, if you don't have four-wheel drive, let's just say it is a... A problem to drive in the snow and the sad thing is it's a relatively simple issue to remedy as it just would have been a matter of you know adding a motor to the back end of the car you see they pretty much just took the chassis of the bolt and just made it a tad bit bigger which is kind of sad because well you're supposed to have a 
versatile platform for your electric vehicles, and clearly it isn't as versatile as they claim. And that's not to add in the fact of cargo space, which, just like the Chevy Bolt, is, well, non-existent. There's hardly any cargo space in this thing, making this thing truly the most useless utility vehicle ever built. So that's kind of the exterior issues, and again, it looks like a bastardized Chevy well, Trailblazer, I hate to say, Blazer, Mixture, I'm not sure what it is. To be honest, it's the doors are like right up against the rear bumper, the front end just looks kind of weird with its faux grille. It, it is just not a good looking vehicle. It ain't horrible, I guess, considering the boat's hideousness, but it ain't good looking either. Now let's get into some of the performance bits, shall we? Because we've already covered the fact that it lacks a very crucial thing in four-wheel drive. But what we also are covering the problem is that, well, it isn't different at all from the Chevy Bolt. It has no power increases, no nothing. The range on this thing is 247 miles. But the biggest travesty in that is that it is exactly the same horsepower as the uh, Chevy Bolt. Meaning that not only you're trying to move a larger, heavier vehicle, but you only have 200 horsepower to do it. Now, the Bolt wasn't exactly zippy. It was it was fast, I guess you could say, for an electric vehicle. It got it off the line well. But this now, with a more weight and larger vehicle, it just makes it sluggish and kind of disappointing off the line. Performance is severely hampered by this thing. Now, sure, you get 125, 1.4, whatever they're claiming the MPGE is on this thing. But the fact is, is that you only get about 247 miles of range. But let's get into the probably one of the uglier bits of this, shall we? The interior. Now, before I proceed with the actual interior thing, I'm looking at a picture of this thing, and literally, it is hilarious how they try to pass off cargo space in this thing. Literally, taking out the passenger seat, fold it down, and this kid is cramped in the back with this crap piled next to him. It is freaking hilarious how they try to make this thing look like the thing. And on top of that, the EUV's entry port, it looks kind of well, weird as all heck, it looks like some kind of spaceport entry thing, and it just makes it look like it's awkward to get anything inside that car. But that's just not to say the interior. The interior itself is, well, it's lackluster. I mean, sure, you got screens galore, and while I give them credit, they at least built in the touchscreen and the dash, it just kind of looks, well, cheap, just like how the Chevy Bolt interior was kind of, well, you know, cheap. And I get it, you're trying to make this thing accessible, but the fact is, is that it just doesn't, it isn't impressive at all. It's kind of the. It's got no real features, no real design to it. And again, I hate it because they make the stupid cluster, gauge cluster on this thing as tiny as all heck. And the other thing I despise them doing is putting the touchscreen facing upwards. I do not understand how a person facing forward needs to have the touchscreen tilted upward almost at a 90 degree angle. It doesn't make sense, and I think it's a silly design feature. I will never understand it why they point the interior towards the screen towards the freaking ceiling. It doesn't make sense. Ah, this vehicle is getting me pissed off. Anyways, so the interior is lackluster. I'm not going to say it's horrible, but it's lackluster. Overall, the car is just a bitter disappointment, in my opinion. It has none of the advantages of, well, anything. It doesn't have the advantages of an SUV. It doesn't have the advantages of a car. It's just kind of pathetic. It's, it's sad, really. I mean, it's just a basically a glorified and enlarged Chevy Bolt with all the features of nothing, having none of the advantages of storage or anything for that matter. So overall, I give this car a pathetic score, a dumpster fire of a car, because literally it will probably burst into flame. Because that's right, not only do you get none of the features and all the problems of the Chevy Bolt, and I mean all the problems, because your car still has the battery issue of bursting into flame. Meaning that, well, because it still hasn't been 100% remedied, your car might spontaneously combust, just like the original Bolt. Yep, this is truly the town square Pinto 
of cars nowadays. Because I'm calling the Chevy Bolt basically the Pinto nowadays. Because, well, who knows when an item might explode in a giant fireball. <laughs> Anyways, let's get on with a little bit more news. Because I had a lot of information to share with you all. A lot of it bad. Anyways, on the electric car front, let's start off with Ford again. Well, yes, Ford's been making the news a lot recently, but this one more recently is for their Ford Lightning. You see, they've decided to cancel all orders and reservations at 200,000 for this year. Why is that? Because it's massively exceeding expectations. Not only have they sold out, but they've this thing pretty much booked out and up until pretty much 2025 at this point, I think, if I remember one report saying they just can't keep up with the demand. Now, it's a bit disappointing for anybody looking to buy a Chevy, Chevy, bloody hell, I'm still stuck on that bolt. No, a Ford Lightning. Yes, if you're looking to buy a, reserve, a Ford Lightning, yes, I can speak. The problem is they've stopped all reservations. So if you're looking to reserve now, well, you're a little too late. Now, you might be able to try to sneak in and see if you can find one used, but you're probably going to have to wait another year at least before you can start even well, making orders again on this truck. A bit of a disappointment, to say the least. Because to be honest, as much as I'm not a big fan of electric vehicles, I can kind of see the appeal of the Lightning. And it kind of looked like a pretty cool truck. But much like the Bronco, it is going to be suffering from severe shortages and pretty much well, non-availability. Now on to the real news that has ticked me off for this week. Have you heard the news, all people, of the car subscription service? That's right, you will have the hardware pre-installed on your car. But if you wish to use the hardware that is already installed in your car, you will have to pay for it. That is right, Tesla and even Stellantis and a lot of other companies like Chevy and Ford are beginning to look into the idea of well, subscription services. For example, Toyota has unveiled that in order to use all the features on their key fob, you will have to pay them $60 a month on features already built into the key fob and into the car. It is, well, further attempts by these automakers to try to become a technology brand. And a lot of them are passing off as trying to feel connected with your vehicle. That's right, because basically holding your vehicle hostage 24-7 by the automaker, even after you've gotten done payments, is, well, that makes you feel connected with that money pit already. Now, Tesla is one of the bigger offenders of this thing. Overall, for all of their Vinci gizmos, they want people to pay almost $1,500 for hardware that's already in their vehicle. That's to say, Tesla's been kind of using that model already, and that's how they've been making a ridiculous amount of money on this stuff. But now Stellantis plans to invest, oh, I don't know, $22.5 billion a year for software investments in its car. In other words, they're looking to do the same exact stuff Tesla's doing. Now, I... Well, I have my thoughts on Stellantis, and I hope they do not do anything to dodge and jeep on this front. But it's silly to me that you're supposed to pay for software and features and built-in things on your own car. And the thing is, how are you supposed to order a car then? What, do you order the options, pay the money, and then have to pay again to get the stuff? It is completely silly how automakers think they're going to try to pretty much scam people and hold pretty much features of their cars hostage. I'm not even sure how they can legally do it because I think it's ripping people off and blackmail, essentially. But what the hell do I know? Bloody hell, I'm going to need more whiskey after this episode. So anyways, Stellantis plans on, well, by 2025, to investing $33.5 billion through electronics and software, which includes hiring more than 4,500 employers, employers, engineers, software engineers, by 2024. The end goal is to have a 34 million connected cars on the road by 2030 and they hope to well 
pretty much rip off revenue from each and every one of these cars. Let me tell you something. It is completely silly because you know what? These cars for the rest of their lives will be being charged for these things because well, you may have the features, but once you trade in that car or sell it, well, then the next owner has to buy out those freaking features. I have to say, but I wonder how long it's going to take for the aftermarket to pretty much come up with, well, hijacking stuff you can buy to basically hijack your car or pay someone to do it. I'm sure they'll try to make it legal as all hell to do, but I'm sure somebody will try to do it. And let's just roll on the gravy train of bad news, shall we? Because as, as if that last, well, rip-offing news wasn't bad enough, Used car prices. They have hit pretty much the all-time high this year, what they probably will do. Because overall, for the year of 2021, car prices of well used vehicles has gone up by 50%. That is freaking astronomical. A car that would have cost you, oh, on average. On average, these cars are going up by almost 27 24%. Uh, for just for the past few months, just since October, it is just astronomical to see so many price increases on these cars. We've already seen Tesla pretty much charging $10,000 more on NMSRP for some of their new cars. But the fact is, used cars are almost sometimes still costing more. It is ridiculous, the car prices nowadays. If you're looking to buy a car, unless you absolutely have to, I would strongly, strongly advise that you hold off on doing that. Because, well, let's just say, you're going to be paying a tad bit more for the prices. Now, there's actually indications that the chip shortage might be alleviating a bit, as they've actually, well, been able to produce more cars than expected this year. And a lot of car companies are beginning to see cars roll out into the lot. Recently, while driving past my ship, my, uh, rec my, uh, my god, my whiskey's starting to set in, I think. <laughs> Anyways, by rolling past my local Dodge and Jeep dealership, I have seen a pretty much a car trailer out there for almost two days in a row, dropping off Jeeps, well, Rams, F-150s galore. Cars are definitely beginning to roll around a lot for the Christmas season, and a lot of car brands are even beginning to, well, actually, some of them maybe hopefully lower their prices. Well, maybe not lower their prices, but at least not charge the ridiculous markup we have been seeing. Unfortunately, I think that's a long way off, but it's a good indication that eventually will happen. But at the end of the day, used car prices will continue to go up, but as a chip shortage begins to put more new cars on the road, and as it begins to alleviate, I think that the used car prices eventually will go down. What other news have I got for you? Well, Carvana. I think I've mentioned before, but Carvana has been in trouble for, well, not providing titles for their vehicles. And overall, the Better Business Bureau ranks it at 20, at what? Oh yeah, two stars. Two measly little stars. That's not to say Room, because Room is a hell of a lot worse. They actually have a warning out for customers against Room, and that thing's only ranked at one stars. But Carvana has been in a lot of trouble in a lot of different areas for not providing titles for their cars. One customer I have heard of literally has had the car for almost a full year now, and still has gotten, gotten a title and a full license plate on their car. For a car company that's been around for five bloody years, Carvana should have its act in order already. And they say, well, it's, we're growing too fast. Well, how about this? How about, oh, I don't know, hold off on the growth spurt a bit? Because at the end of the day, if you're causing problems like this, it can get you in huge trouble. Again, will Carvana get in that kind of trouble? Well, I'm sure they'll just get a slap on the wrist. But a lot of places are even barring Carvana from selling places in different regions. It, it, is, it, it, it is ridiculous how one of the largest used car sellers in the freaking United States has such ridiculous problems. Again, I think 
people I'm not sure why you would buy a used car online I think it is silly because you cannot inspect these cars and a lot of people are getting them in with well questionable titles and even questionable conditions so overall if you're buying a used car online I give you credit for your boldness my friend because it's never something I would consider doing now I'm sure there are some great stories out there about the success of some of their car brands I'm sure you may have gotten a good car from Carvana but the fact remains that it has had some great issues and speaking of great issues, let us talk about Hertz, shall we? Hertz has been, well, hurting as they have tried to, well, file for bankruptcy and a host of other things. The problem is, Hertz is, well, hurting, as it's always been. And recently, it's been hurting its customers as well. You see, the whole point of a rental cars that you keep track of the rental cars in your fleet well they haven't exactly been doing that and have even reported some cars as stolen which okay fine but even when they get the car back they don't bother to you know inform the local police leading to several people to be pulled over or questioned by the police and even one instance or a couple instances i've heard some people even being arrested for well auto theft Again, this is insanity. Hertz has already been hurting, and they've signed this fancy deal with Tesla and this ridiculous deal with Tom Brady. But at the end of the day, it's not going to save you if you're getting your own customers in trouble. And a lot of these places are just like, well, what are you going to do? And pretty much just trying to ignore the thing and sweep it under the rug. This is, has to be some of the worst customer service I have ever seen from anything automotive ever. I mean, yes, I will complain about Chevy and their ridiculous recalls and that, but Hertz, I mean, getting your customers arrested because of your own stupidity, it is ridiculous. That's not including the rental problems and the fake car fleets and everything else. They've had a lot of problems going on with it. And I've even heard one report say that nearly 200 customers have been arrested by police. And even some of them even served a bit of jail time because, well, their cars got reported as stolen. It is astronomical how a gigantic company like Hertz, one that's already filed for bankruptcy once, can continue to have such ridiculous problems. <sighs> Anyways, I think that does it for the news. Again, the Chevy Bolt EUV, I think, is well, the definition of stupidity. And I have just shared with you a boatload of unfortunate news. This has to be one of the glummest episodes I have ever recorded. And I'm going to probably need a pint of whiskey at this point. Heck, screw the pint, just get the bloody barrel out. Yeah, you know, the automotive industry, I think, is going down the pits. Anyways, I thank you all for listening to this episode and listening to my rants and rambling. I hope you managed to glean some kind of useful information out of my drunken stupor. I appreciate you listening. I hope you all will have a great day and a wonderful night. Please like and subscribe if you enjoy my insanity. Goodbye.